Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is a Four Center podcast feed. Punch it, Chewy. I'm Ken Napsuck. That's Joseph Scrimshaw. That's Jennifer Landa. Hello. I am ready to punch things. Yeah. <laughs> or push them. Give me punch that. or push. 
cocktail robot. We are yeah. here to react, guys. We like to react every now and then. Mm-hmm. Not reaction videos, but react. And we have something to react to. The Solo, a Star Wars trailer. I guess we could say the first official one, because the others were teasers. I felt teased. <laughs> I felt teased. Now I feel trailered. Now we are trailered indeed. It dropped yesterday during WrestleMania. Okay, I guess it was like during American Idol. But for me, it was during <laughs> WrestleMania. WrestleMania 34. But... Uh, we we got to take this trailer in, and we want to react as a crew. Joseph, Jennifer, it's under two months from this movie. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. Can't believe it. Wow. All right. General reactions, excitement level, all that normal stuff with new Star Wars, Joseph. Yeah. My uh, reaction is summed up as, yeah, <laughs> because I'm really excited. And also, like, uh, uh, it just looks cool. So yeah. I think Ken and I were talking about this right before it uh, we, we started recording, that I think it's natural to have a different reaction to this, mm-hmm. even if it's positive, because like with The Last Jedi and even The Force Awakens, we're looking for all of these hints of the mysteries. What is the truth? What new idea will be revealed? Right. And this is, this is Solo. This is his origin story. He's an orphan who ends up not trusting people. He's got a cool ship and a best buddy, Chewie. And... <laughs> It's fun to see all those things, but it's not a mystery. Yeah, yeah. I guess you and I should just we should rec- press the record button earlier, right? <laughs> yes. just as, the second as, I walk as, in and start as you walk in, Jennifer walks into the studio here. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Jennifer, I don't know where you fall down on this. Uh, that's what I was saying to Joseph when he showed up to my house today, or excuse me, the studio. We're, we have official studios here <laughs> for tax purposes. The studio um, apartment. <laughs> uh, is I was so excited. I'm, I, I've gone from cautiously optimistic with this movie to I'm all, all, I'm all in. I'm excited. Cool characters. Cool things. Things we're going to talk about. But I watched the trailer. I was like, all right, great. I'll see the movie. And I didn't dig into it like I did with Last Jedi. That's not a bad thing, right? It's not. I I love that it's going to be something that we can dive into with the novels and whatever other you know supplemental mm. material that will come out. But surface level, it's kind of fun that I can tell my friends who are non-Star Wars fan, hey, check out this new Han Solo movie. You'll find out about his origin story. You don't have to know a lot. And I think what I enjoyed is that I did not know a lot. Mm -hmm. I was trying to piece things together. I'm like, I don't know the name of that planet yet. I don't know Mm -hmm. who that character is. It's okay. I just wanted to enjoy the ride. And I really had no expectations, quite frankly. I was like, all right, cool. The trailer's coming, whatever. And it blew me away Mm. again. Nice. I love that. Mm. I think that's what some of the advantage this movie has over. Yes. Uh, the saga films and even Rogue One is we don't know what to expect. So what we're getting, it's not that it's a low bar. It's just like, okay, show me what you got. And then we get dazzled by some of the things in there. And I don't know, Joseph, the story yet. Yeah. I mean, I can figure it out. Like you said, we know. Well, all right, that's yeah. how he gets a DL-44. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still like, you know, even Last Jedi, we'd be like, well, that's third act. Yeah. We know Crate's third act. Yeah. I, I can figure that out. partially just having a lot more information for Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and also knowing this is the story that must be told. This is obviously going to be a heist, so we know that this, mm-hmm. these scenes are probably in the first act because they're coming together. But in the big picture, like, yeah, is the train act? Train uh, stealing the third act, the second act? Don't know. Don't yeah. care. And it's effing great. Yeah. Because I don't want to be hung up with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, 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 uh, you've always just said the, the putting the plot threads together through promotional materials and everything, and it just naturally happens. And it's not that in this day and age when spoilers are very, very, you know, avoid them, I, I don't like trailers making me feel like uh, I, I have it all connected and i don't with this one. yeah the vital pieces of information of like what is the actual job 
Mm-hmm. Why does the gangster uh, Dryden Voss want it? Right. Who is the villain? I my theory uh, yeah. is it is everyone but Han and Chewie. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to get stabbed in the back. I think it is yeah. going to be the Ides of March for Han. I think he's going to get stabbed in the back at least fifteen times. <laughs> the Ides of Solo. The Ides of that's Solo. I think that's what this. Yeah, that's the subtitle of this. Ides of Solo, a Star Wars story. But we don't know some of those vital pieces of information that yeah. would start hooking the story together. Which again, I think is great because it makes it feel even more like oh, we don't have these things that we need to piece together. Yeah. Uh, either willingly or unwillingly, we just get to go on a fun ride. Because mm-hmm. even Rogue One, Jennifer, when those tra- that particular that first trailer with the yes. the epic music and everything, we were like, "Oh, that's the Masasi temples. This is Yavin Four. This is big stuff. We're connecting to the story of the rebellion." This one, it's just a dude <laughs> ten years prior to the events that we know out in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that is that is really funny, and I I enjoy this. I enjoy this side of Star Wars where I'm just kind of literally you strap in. Okay, let's go on this ride together. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I like not knowing a lot. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like the Millennium Falcon. You know, people underestimate the Falcon. Yeah. It's hunk of junk. Well, not that this movie is hunk of junk, but you know what I mean. And then you're dazzled by the Falcon (laughs) how fast it can go. A hunk of party bus in this movie, (laughs) yeah. You know, my favorite thing in this trailer was that cocktail robot. Yes. Uh, the floating cocktail robot. Right up your alley. Yes. yes. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, it also makes me think of going to Analogy Town yeah. that this movie is a little like a cocktail. Like uh, mm. I saw somebody kind of not sure if they're going to like the movie. Like, do we need this? And that's a, a typical refrain. And sure. like, this movie's a cocktail. Yeah. We don't need cocktails. <laughs> They're just, if you happen to be an adult and enjoy them, they're mighty nice on a summer night. And the solo's yeah. a cocktail. Yeah. Uh, like Don't the, need them, but I want them. The saga films are like a wheatgrass health drink <laughs> that you're like, well, there's, gonna, there's some nutrients here. I'm going to take it's this in. It's sustenance, right? It's yeah. meat. It's protein. And this right. is when you walk into the party and someone goes, here, have this. And they All put right. a glass in your hand. Yeah. You're like, here you go. I'm a flyer, a driver, and a cocktail drinker. a cocktail drinker. So we got, and we're going to dive into things we'd like disliked all that good stuff here but up top i think the headline for me and and we'll see where you guys fall on this is we got a lot of alden and we got a lot of donald glover we finally hear him talk we hear these voices and we get more more of this is he han solo question which is unfair at times but it's a a question that i think we all have even if you like the movie you're like all right See what you got, Alden. So, Jennifer, we we got bigger sample sizes here from these two characters. Yes, we did. and Chewie as well, and yeah. Chewie and <laughs> Amelia Clark as yeah. Kira. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, as far as Donald Glover, hundred uh, percent. What I love is that I'm I don't even compare him to Billy D. Williams. That's why I think is so impressive about this performance. He is Lando, but he is his own Lando. He yeah. is bringing his own swagger and, and his own take to this character and that is, for me, really successful. Mm. Alden, I find in moments, is like pitch perfect and there's other moments, I think as far, mm-hmm. as, far as acting, he's a great actor. Yeah, yeah. As far as comedy, he nails it. But there is a little bit where I'm like, I feel a little on edge. Mm-hmm. I, I hope I'm going to have, you know, I'm, I'm going to be optimistic. I hope that once I see the entire film, it will be like, yes, he is Han Solo. This is his take, just like I do with Donald Glover. I'm not 100% there yet. I, I think that's an honest take, and we always want to strive to be honest here in Force Center. I am on board, 
But I look at some moments, Joseph, and I go, I, I, I bet if I was on more on the fence, I'd fall off the fence in this moment. <laughs> but that, but I, I, I'm on board just because I guess I'm a sap. But I, I like what he's done so far. But I, I kind of agree with Jennifer on something. There's little tiny moments, though the character is there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's just going to be one of those things. It's shocking. But I think it's just going to be divisive. I think for some people, <laughs> it's going to work. And some people, it's. I yeah. think up to this point, it's been like, well, we'll see, we'll see. And I think this trailer showed us enough that unless there's some really big surprises in the movie, some people are going to be on board and some people aren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's going to be a thing where, you know, unfortunately a lot of us online uh, yeah. are going to state our opinions as yeah. facts of he was great, he was terrible. Um, but to me, what I think is great, I would say like I'm like 95% there. Yeah. And I have moments sometimes where like, oh, like his uh, his voice is a, is a little... too different sometimes yeah Mm -hmm. just his actual speaking voice but what i was really connecting to in this trailer is the how purposeful it is that he is youthful because he says things that the words and the inflection are more positive than the han we know Mm -hmm. yeah the uh i have a really good feeling about this which is not only a great funny inversion of the classic line right but that's not a han thing to say as we know han Mm -hmm. as we know 35-year-old Han. Like, you look at this Han, and then you realize a new hope Han is midlife crisis Han. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I've been doing this forever, and should I change? Yeah, it's like when I moved to L.A. in 98. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little more of the Han <laughs> you're seeing in this one. Yeah, exactly. And the, like, even even when he's, uh, like, talking to Chewie about the dating of this movie, 190 years, which yes. sets it in time, Chewie dating things, um, instead of carbon dating, Chewie dating, uh, he, he's got that, that positivity of, you look really good. good. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like that is all very much on purpose. This is a, a yeah. younger Han who's striving to be something who hasn't had the life drilled out of him. Now, I think we might be surprised in the second and third act to get some... Mm. darker moments from him. Darker mm. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, uh, a fan sent me a clip of uh, an interview that Alden did mm. recently. And it's a kind of a typical interview in that it's an actor being asked those questions that they don't really have answers for. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's, if that, he's Han Solo in that. Yeah. Because he has moments where he's like, he says something kind of funny and he smiles <laughs> and just amazingly charming. Yeah. And then he has moments where he's kind of losing his patience and just the weight and danger behind his eyes when he's just sort of like, I don't have an answer for that. And I'm going to kind of tell you with my eyes that (laughs) I don't really want you to be asking me that now. And like, if we see both sides of that, that just incredible roguish charm that Alden Ehrenreich is capable of. And the, when he starts to get turned on the danger and the anger, Mm. then we're in for something. The growth and change in Han. That's an interesting thing that this uh, movie, I think, will focus on more than just here's how we got the blaster and here's all that yeah. stuff. We'll be there. I hope it's not too much over the top. But the same thing, it's Donald Glover. Yeah, he's he's hitting it here. And, and, and you're right, Jen. He doesn't sound like Billy Dee to me, and I don't think any of us need him to, just like we don't need Alden to do a Harrison Ford impersonation, but a lot of focus, rightfully so, on Alden in this one because it needs to be. But but Lando, the character, you're on the scarf, everything, you're on board, right? Oh this is this gosh. is a big moment. <laughs> Those big thing. Fashion choices. I love it. And just even like how he's so confident, cocky when mm. he's in the Falcon, you know, like, hey, this <laughs> just knowing what we know about what you know, where the Millennium Falcon ends up and who yeah. it ends up with, just the fact that he's like, Well yeah, strap yourself in. This is yeah. real sweet ride. Get ready. <laughs> strap yourself in, baby. I mean yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. that's something I'll be saying. Everything you've heard that. about me is true. You can yeah. see Han learning from him to yeah. oh exaggerate your legend. 
Oh, yes. Thanks. Thanks for the, the tip, Lando. Mm-hmm. We, I, I guess we dive here in a little bit, but that actually was one of my favorite moments where whether or not it's a con or Han is doing a con, I don't know, con Han, <laughs> uh, when he's like, I heard some things about you, it, it is a younger, I don't say naive Han, but it seems like he's generally like, hey, heard some things. And like Lando's the mentor. Lando's the one in charge. Lando, Lando's the senior in high school. Han's the sophomore. Mm-hmm. And that, and I'm curious to see how that plays out as the movie and the story goes along. Yeah. I mean, I, to me, I connect back to, you know, I think this trailer is structured really well that the, the question is, who is Han Solo? And we get, you know, the voiceover kind of laying that out. Right. But the fact that he says, uh, I'm a driver. I'm a flyer. And the way he says that, that points to, like, he's a couple steps behind Lando. Like, Lando's yes. a smuggler. He's established. And to go back to your L.A. Uh, analogy, yeah. the way he says, I'm a driver, I'm a flyer, is like you meet someone who's 22, just got to Los Angeles. Like, so what are you up to? Like, well, first I'm going to do a hit podcast. <laughs> then I'm going to kill it at the comedy store. And then I think my first movie I'll let somebody else direct. But then, like, yeah. it's oh got that gosh. enthusiasm and... and uh, <laughs> And and I don't mean this in a mean way. Um, <laughs> emptiness is not the right word, but like, I he Han doesn't know the truth behind yes. that. What does it mean Clueless. to be a flyer and a driver? It means mm-hmm. you want to run away from everything and everyone because you yeah. don't know who you are, or what you want. You just want to go, 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 yeah, and never deal with anything deeper. Yeah, and I, mean, I feel like the, everything about this trailer is saying that's the journey. He doesn't have the scars yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. gonna get them scars. All right, let's start taking a look. And what we really liked in this trailer, the big moments, the little moments, like for me, uh, range troopers stuck to the side of a train. I'm all on board. Yeah, beautiful. Give me, give me mud troopers. Give me range troopers. But they weren't. Where were they in New Hope? I don't care. They're here now. There wasn't a lot of mud. <laughs> wasn't a lot of mud. There wasn't any rain. Where were the A wings in Empire? We don't. They, this is a Star Wars tradition. New things rolls out. Jennifer, some of your highlights here. Uh, the music. That first mm, yeah. twang of the of the guitar was like okay, this is, you know harkening back to the idea that it is a western a little bit. Yeah, um, that was great. But then I loved how it built it built into like something modern in the center of it, and then at the end, it, or the crescendo rather, mm. it kind of goes into this uh, you know operatic like classical piece. Yeah, really beautiful blend with the touch. Of like, much like your Happy Beeps episode, like a weird disco crossover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little that. bit of funk. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit of funk. That's, that makes sense. Uh, for me, the highlight that literally made my jaw drop was hu- uh, Chewie hugging this Wookiee. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do an investigative report. I mean, one would yeah. think it's Mala. Right, yeah. But that doesn't, but, but yeah. who knows? In Wookiee culture, could they be could be, yeah, <laughs> they could, it could be a friend. It could yeah. be somebody prior to Mala. A fellow captor being freed. Thank mm-hmm. you. There's a lot of, a lot of things. And I went back going over it. I think that was a, one moment where I, I kept <laughs> not rewinding, but, you know, going back. Who is this? What is mm-hmm. this? Um, L337. I loved her sense of humor. I thought she was great. Nice. Yep to see a little bit more of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but as our friend Alex uh, from Star Wars explained, I like he made a good point. He's like, I hope that she's not just like a K2SO with the wisecracks. Right, right. There's, there's, there was a similar vibe there, but yes. it's, a, it's a good vibe. It's if you're going ca- to capture the vibe of another droid, K2SO is a good thing to, to do. But yeah, I understand that. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought and that was... even beyond K2, we have a lot of funny murder bots in yes. Star Wars canon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of their thing. But th- those are my, my biggest highlights. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the music was good. It, it immediately, Joseph, made me go, oh, we're, we got a heist picture. 
Yeah, a heist, a western, uh, a coming of age. Yeah, I yeah. love that guitar, and I love how this one, like you were saying, Jennifer, it just reminded you, like, a guitar is one instrument that might be part of an orchestra. So having mm-hmm. guitar sounds doesn't mean not orchestra, mm-hmm. you know? And I also like the clangs. Yeah. You know, because not only the, the pulsing guitar we've heard before, but then the dunk that had that sort of a, that sense of something being forged. Yeah. Like that, that was great. Um, but yeah, so I'm yeah. super excited about this music and I hope it really holds through the music that this is not just trailer style, but right. this is the style of music yeah, for like, the whole the thing. Whole yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm like, uh, especially when it hits the main theme, I'm like, I, I bet that's trailer music. But then I say, I don't know. They might just say, screw it. Let's create a completely different atmosphere with the music in this yeah, could, it's fun. It's work, exciting. Yeah. yeah, I want to drive around to that. It's not yeah. really safe, yeah. but I want to drive around <laughs> yeah. to it. Not recommended by Force Center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, other positive things uh, for me, definitely L337 was really interesting. I'm super excited about that. The whole Mala thing felt like the, or whoever that Wookiee is, mm-hmm. did feel like the actual red meat for Star Wars nerds. Mm-hmm. That in the mm-hmm. kissing of the Blastec DL44. Yeah. Yes. One thing, it was just holding, handing on his blaster, but kissing it almost like mm. I as your scumbag mentor him christening <laughs> your blaster and keep this by your side kid right uh but mala I, i've seen a lot of, a lot of people making uh, the star wars holiday special jokes which is great yeah but mala's pretty deeply in canon she's in all those ac crispin books which are you know legends mm-hmm. mala tobuk her full name mm-hmm. uh that she's explored at length in that, she mentioned in Aftermath and that. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, hey, they're going for wacky holiday special times. Like, that's a pretty big part of Chewie's backstory. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And as is, yeah, Lumpawaru Lumpawaru is in Aftermath as well, too. And it's a good little interlude. It's yeah. A good thing. Yeah, it's, it's not just a fun little Easter egg for Jennifer Land. Akmena might be the one. I agree. So the big highlights there, was that your top hits there? You know, I think the... All of the writing just reeks of Kasdan. And if people are still uh, looking to be excited about this movie, yeah. this is classic Kasdan. If you have a favorite Star Wars line from the original trilogy, odds are good he wrote it. In all of the writing that we've heard in all of the trailers, has that Kasdan style that is clear, simple, and snappy. Mm-hmm. And it dives towards something deeper while just being really funny and really in the moment. It's almost like humor has levels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> humor it, has levels. Yeah, it just has that, just such crispness to it. Yeah, that's one of the highlights for me is is the, the quote, jokes in this work on, in character moments that I can see Harrison Ford delivering that, maybe a little different in a more Harrison Ford-like way, but but Alden's nailing that part of it for me. Uh, a little better than the teaser trailer. I know a lot of people had some opinions on the, I thought we were, we were, okay for a while or thought we were bad for a while but now that was right. good wherever the line is I'm, I'm so bad with quotes um but in this one the the chewy age line and everything it fits in it's good like you said joseph it's crisp it's there it is it is well written as yeah. we would expect with the castings yeah a little you know? repartee so I, I like that stuff there i like uh was it bradford young's sh- shots here look oh gorgeous yeah looks like another visual smorgasbord here uh, for <laughs> Star Wars fans. And much like Rogue One, even you had some mixed opinions on Rogue One, you had some wonderful things in there that you're just like, wow, I can't believe I'm seeing this on screen in a Star Wars film. That Star Destroyer being built. Oh, that was incredible. That kind of stuff's really cool. What I, I'm highlighting on here, other than the character moments and that kind of stuff, and the cool little troopers and mech, is is the action 
This yeah. seems like we are going to have a very fast-paced movie mm-hmm. uh, and, and a lot of big, big sequences. And that's going to be fun on screen. Yeah. It seems like maybe the plot just is, hey, they uh, we maybe have a flashback with Han and Kira earlier yep. on Corellia. Then they get teamed up. And then everything goes wrong for half the film. Because mm-hmm. if that's the kind of heist movie we're seeing where it's just, you know, everybody turning on each other again mm-hmm. and again. That's really exciting for just the amount of action and fun. Right. Um, I love yep. the Chewy head pound shot where he picked the guy up and is just oh, I love that. driving. Like, it's easy to forget because we get to see so much action. Like, mm-hmm. we knew the, in the original trilogy that Chewie was scary and super strong, but we, we didn't see as much of it. Didn't and now it. with the style of storytelling <laughs> and film quality, Chewie can bust some heads. I, I freeze framed that one a couple times. <laughs> he kills that guy. Oh, yeah. There's no way. <laughs> he, he cracks his head into the ground. That is a bent neck right there so pretty pretty brutal there so those are some of the things we liked and there's a lot more things that we'll, we'll, i'm sure we'll dive into here and on our regular four center shows in the coming weeks uh, any anything that stood out as something you disliked joseph anything that you were like okay question mark bad beat didn't work uh no there was nothing to me i guess i guess jennifer touched on l337 like i found her lines really charming and i'm hoping that there there is more to her character so she doesn't fall into the the murder bot trope Right. Um, I like that there is a mix in the trailers of scenes that are kind of dark and murky in terms of the way they're shot. And then some scenes like in the classier bar where Han clearly meets Kira and where my beloved Vat Weirdo is. I didn't get enough Vat. There's no Vat Weirdo. That's my (laughs) biggest complaint. Yeah. Um, But I hope there's a good balance of like the, the dark and the bright because everything I've liked in the promotional trailers has that pulpy feel, that serial feel, feel. Uh, mm-hmm. That cliffhanger feel, and I hope that we visually get some of that, and it's not too dark. Yeah, throughout the film. Yeah, yeah, I want some sunshine, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. We get a beach, some, we get a beach, some beach, and just some <laughs> bright, lurid sort of like I feel like the action is going to be big and in your face. And, right. You know, I want I want a lot of the movie to make me feel the way Lando's shirt does. Well, that, that's bold. Yeah, bold. You know? And that scarf, which is still my favorite thing, and that hallway on the Falcon's the brightest thing in the movie. <laughs> exactly. Oh <my> yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, things that you're giving a thumbs down and never watching Star Wars again because. So, I'm realizing now I should have turned the brightness on my computer when I watched it because I'm like, I can't see I do a that thing. too a lot. <laughs> so, um, but, but I hope, this is not something I didn't like, but I hope mm-hmm. that we really get to see a lot more of the criminal underworld. I love, there yep. was a shot of some uh, guys around a, a trash can or something, you know, warming their hands yep, yep. straight from like the concept art that we saw from 1313. So I love mm. that they're pulling that mm. kind of those elements. I hope that we get to see more of it. Um, the only thing I, I don't want to say I didn't like it. I like Alden Do Ehrenreich. It. Do it. I think he's great. <laughs> but there, but this is interesting what you said, Joseph, about it, the interview where he was so Han in that interview when he was mm. relaxed, obviously. I, and I know he has a tremendous amount of pressure. He can't win. He, you know what he I mean? Can't. Like he can't win. So I hope that he, he found a way to be able to relax into the character and just, just, you know, exude that natural charm that he has as a person. Yeah. Um, I have saw moments of it in this trailer. I'm hoping that there's more of it. Uh, I'm going to be optimistic. Yeah. I mean, I think where I'm coming down ultimately with Alden is, well, I'm happy to see that uh, there's not an impression of Billy D. Williams from Donald Glover. Right. He's just being Donald Glover. So hopefully that will also extend uh, mm-hmm. to people seeing Alden that way. And at a certain point, I'm going to just let go. Yeah, you can, have to. can I imagine him morphing into Harrison Ford and just enjoy that character? Yeah. 
there there is a um a, a relief or like you know whenever you see a good performance it should not take you out of it i should not be sitting there where i'm like oh, i don't know about that choice oh i don't know if he's trying to be like harrison ford for me a successful performance is going to allow me to just forget that yeah and mm-hmm. i'm going to believe that he's going to give it to me i'm going to believe yeah. that ron howard is going to give it to us yeah, in the yeah. editing <laughs> yeah i think one of the, the big dislikes i had with this is is again not a dislike a concern and that is, I'm not yet sold on any, and I don't know how much the movie requires them, but I'm not sold on the chemistry up between Millie Clark and Alden Ehrenreich. Mm-hmm. Not, we're not talking Attack of the Clones, Padme, Anakin chemistry, which is one of my least favorite things of, of the prequels, even though I love what's going on there. Um, is is I'm a big fan of Millie Clark, as you guys know, and a lot of us love Game of Thrones, so she is great as our Khaleesi. She has great chemistry with... Jason Momoa. Yeah. She does not have great chemistry with the Darios. Uh, <laughs> she's not there. There's sometimes where it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. And little moments here. I'm just, I want to see more, but again, the movie might not require them. This isn't a romance or might've been, or could have been, you know what I mean? So I don't know yet with the trailer, they might not need to have that, but I just seen some of their moments. I'm not feeling the heat, heat, heat. And I'm not talking about sexual chemistry. I'm just talking about the characters, interactions. And I might go a little bit to what you're saying, Jennifer, about Alden. Um, you know, can, can he just kind of shake it off and get in those scenes and do it? And we'll, the, the movie will let us know. And like Joseph said, I'll slide on in and have my popcorn and just go for the ride. But that's the only thing I, in watching the trailer just this morning again was like, Okay, I want to make sure I don't, I'm not feeling it yet from there, but not in a giant negative way, not anti-Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, okay, that's something I'm watching going in, going for. but I'm not going to watch with my arms crossed going, prove it. Just right. see if they can deliver. Yeah, watch with your heart open like a young Han, yes. not a close Han. Yes. I was really curious. Uh, I'm so curious to see how this Kira relationship, this character and that relationship is going to play out because if you watch that trailer to me, it's like there is a clear love interest in mm-hmm. it is between Han and the Falcon. The Falcon is mm-hmm. clear. There's so mm-hmm. many loving shots yeah. where maybe that's part of the thing with Kira. Where Kira's like, we've known each other for years. Uh, I am very attractive. You are very stereotypically attractive. We're both attractive. And you will not take your eyes off Lando's <laughs> ship. Yeah, find someone who looks at you the way, <laughs> the way Han, Han looks, looks at, at the, the Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, And I think even Chewie, too. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see there. And I, I, I'll, I'll say this. I'm, gonna, if I, I'm going to Vegas at the end of the month. Every once in a while you go and you go to the sports book and you put down a bet on a team that has no chance to win and you think Cleveland Browns are going to be in the Super Bowl. I'm going to put $100 down on it. If I win, I'll be a millionaire. I'm putting a Cleveland Browns Super Bowl bet that Amelia Clark's actually in this nest. <laughs> oh, okay. You're, go- you're going for the long shot. I'm going for the oh, long shot. I love ones. that. All right. Oh, uh, now that we know that the, it, it's the name, right? Infus Nest? Yeah. yeah. Is a, is a female character. We know this now. Yes. And I've been scouring, not going to, because I don't want to go too deep down to spoilers. So I'm talking, when I say scouring, I'm talking like Wikipedia, IMDb. And that character's not listed. It's the cat. There's like Lily Newmark is an actress with an unspecified role, but she's like a model turned actress type. I don't see her as the big bad villain. I don't know. So I, that's my, I'm putting down a hundred dollars. <laughs> Clark's behind that mask. Oh, oh wow. Damn, nice double, triple cross maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. I don't know. Release timing. The movie is out very soon. Mm-hmm. May 25th. That was the big question uh, coming out of, uh, uh, last year, Joseph was like, how are they going to promote this? When are they going to promote this? Where's a trailer? Oh, gosh, there's no trailer. This movie's a failure. Ron Howard's still doing the score and doing the <laughs> editing. 
we know that's not something we need to worry about. But the the timing here, uh, ramping up. Denny's is out there selling uh, blaster fire burgers. Yeah, uh, the promotion's going. You okay with all this timing now? I I questioned last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we record this, because during WrestleMania, yeah, I, I understood. Oh, well, yeah, no oh, WrestleMania, no. <laughs> no, no joke. I mean, let's joke about WrestleMania, but yes, also no joke. WrestleMania exploded on everyone's Twitter feed in a way that it has not before. I saw right. multiple people who I know to be comedians who like to live tweet event who have never watched a lick of wrestling, right? Making that an event, and right. okay, okay, Disney could only know that so much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I understand American Idol is a good tactic, yeah, but it didn't work for anything but the East Coast. Yeah. Because I was sitting there watching the dumb news, having to hear about horrible reality, waiting to see, like, are they just going to drop? And then yeah. I just see it. Oh, it's just, they, they just there. tweeted it out, as the old Twitter joke goes. Yeah. I did all this work. And they just, it, it seemed like it was an opportunity to make it an event mm-hmm. in the way that they really successfully have before. And it, it didn't feel like an event. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, yeah, I would agree with that. And not just because I'm a lifelong wrestling fan and that was my focus, Yesterday, uh, I didn't watch the trailer. I think I won. No, I did. I watched it when it immediately came out. I think someone tweeted it to me, and that's the first time I was like, "Oh, let me check it out." But I didn't. In the past, you know, you're waiting for halftime. You're waiting for Good Morning America. You're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting. You're setting your alarm clock. I was like, "All right, I'll see it when I see it." Again, I actually think that works the advantage to this movie, Jennifer. But like Joseph's saying, it just kind of slipped into the night. It did. Maybe there should be a Star Wars wrestling movie. That's that's what we learned. Because <laughs> oh, my, right. I'm on board. My feed was all wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry for that. No, no. I was like, this is so fascinating. I should watch this. I, <laughs> I did as a kid a little bit. But um, but yeah, so anyways, I, I, it is interesting. And then I saw some Star Wars things kind mm-hmm. of trickling in, but it was not that event where everyone's like, you know, at, mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. Okay. Oh, it's, it's live. Um, right. It is interesting. And I'm thankful for this marketing machine right now because mm-hmm. I'm still getting over The Last Jedi. I'm trying to catch up on my sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't think I can handle, like, you know, I don't think I can handle another sprint to this, you know, Star Wars film. It's it's like yeah. Denny's. They're giving me a Denny's, you know, mm-hmm. late night snack where I'm like, right. just settle in. You know, we'll, we'll dish it out to you. And you can just relax, take it a little easy. Yeah. yeah. You know? It seems like maybe that is the intent to just be, to maybe not make it an event. Yeah. Of make it a little bit of an event, like they announced it. So for Uber Star Wars fans, we could make a thing of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I did. Um, but for regular people, like, hey, look, it's out. And uh, don't worry, when everyone in the world goes to see Infinity War, whether you're like superheroes or not, yeah. you're going to see the trailer for Solo. And it's just going to be this slow... You know, as people go about their normal lives watching Infinity War and eating at Denny's, yeah. <laughs> they will get all the solo they can handle. That's an excellent point. The The Avengers Infinity War thing cannot be overlooked. No. That oh, Disney nice. as a company is focused on that right now. Star Wars is there. And I, I've heard some stuff that makes me think that after that, at May 4th and beyond... You have a month. You have twenty five days. Yep. You'll you'll get what you need out of the soul. Ramp it up. Yeah. I yeah. mean May fourth, Star Wars yeah. Day. From that point on, yeah, right. it's going to be crazy. Absolutely. Uh, but there was some reactions online mm-hmm. and people reaching out at Force Center on the Force Center Discord server, which you can access through Patreon. People were talking about it, and I'll start by saying this: it seemed really positive. Yeah. Which is weird to say for Star Wars these days. <laughs> But I would expect that here us, we break down these moments and we'll Alden's voice and da 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 uh, You go online, people are like, dude, that looks fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
I had a little bit of a negative experience. Oh, on, do share online. I know, terrible, oh. but only a little bit of one. And I, I think I'm 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 uh, saying this out loud to get some maybe self counseling oh, or counseling, yeah. just to be ready to prepare for the negativity. Come into the warm embrace. Oh, it's so comfy in here. Um, so I I just tweeted some jokes. Uh, yeah, like I tweeted, hey, even if you're not sure about the the casting of Alden Ehrenreich, here's this old picture of a. Uh, Star Wars toy they made where for some reason Harrison Ford really does look like Rick Moranis. He does. He looks that like a young weird. Rick that Moranis. Picture, yes, that picture yeah, that picture's from like yeah. two years old, yeah. two years ago. And I and that was just my sort of like, hey, I just want to celebrate it a little bit. Let's make an event. Let's yep. have some fun. And for the most part, people just retweeted it or shared some Rick Moranis memes, which that's heavenly. That's, that's great. Encouraged. Uh, it, it, I would say it's all people who don't follow me, don't follow Force Center. Mm-hmm. But I got just a couple of those just angry like, Rick Manners would be better than the piece of blank mm. that they cast. Or like, you know, yeah. well, they should, you know, all those comments like that, that is just that sort of, um, it is not a back and forth. It's not a discussion. It's no. not a, for me, Alden's not doing it. Or yeah. he doesn't have the charm factor. It's just, he's a piece of blank. Yeah. Right. Disney's stupid. And it, it frustrates me. I'm happy to have conversations, as yeah. we well know. But it frustrates me to be like, hey, I'm not in trying to engage in debate. I made a fun Rick Moranis joke. And to get back from people I don't even know, just a statement that Alden Ehrenreich is a bad actor, yeah. a bad human being. And I'm just bracing myself for that because yeah. to me, again, this is this cocktail. This movie's a fun cocktail. Yeah. And I, that feeling is like I'm on my balcony having a cocktail. Somebody walks by and just shouts up, martinis are crap. I'm like, yeah. I'm just sitting here enjoying. I'm not. I didn't Leave sit down to think. engage you in a debate about how you feel about my. So that I mean, that's what it is. Like, I, don't walk by my balcony and shout up. Shout up. Aaron Rank is crap. Is my the, request. There was a, a, a meme got put out a little, a little picture. And I, I know I saw it through Pablo Hidalgo interacted with a guy who tweeted. That said it popped up on my feed because algorithms are weird. Weird. And it's a little comic and it's like a guy at a urinal and there's like 12 empty urinals <laughs> to his right. And then a guy walks in and just keeps walking and gets next to him at that last urinal. And, just, and, the, and, the, and the word bubble, the dialogue bubble is, um, here's why you shouldn't like The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that is kind of what yeah. Yeah, drives me a little crazy. Debate or not even debate. Yeah. Discuss all you debate want. Debate and discussion. Yeah. Not trying to convince everybody that they yeah. should like Alden Ehrenreich or, you know, if you're a four center listener and you want to tweet at me, here's here's why it, it bothers me or here's what I'm not sure about. Great. I welcome that. Yeah. It's just a drive by negativity, especially in response to something that's just meant to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, drive-by negativity. I like the drive-by truckers uh, as a good band, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and now we get drive-by negativity. Jennifer, you have any weird experiences online, or did you see some negative stuff? Or I felt like it was kind of a smaller group that was celebrating it and having fun uh, just overall, but I did see some of that neg- those negative comments, and I've I've come to realize that this is just the new normal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. these these people come in and they're like, Disney sucks. The Last Jedi sucks. You know, I hope that this movie fails. Like, just like you're saying, nothing to add. Just, they're just right. trolls. They're just, you know, who, sad people that really want to <laughs> get some sort of reaction. I mean, that's yeah. really what it comes down to is that they want to, like, they know that they're going to get us upset and that we are going to engage with them and that they like that. And right. so I had some guy, I ha- I've never had to block anybody on my Facebook page. It's not like I have that many people on there. On <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I'm trying to be really positive. I always am sharing pork stuff. And this guy for the f- past few pork posts yeah. ha- has been like, like 
all these expletives, F, F, Disney, F this, Star Wars, F and socks. I'm like, <laughs> oh my, I posted a photo of the giant pork and yeah. it got him. And so finally I was like, you know what? You're not adding anything. Block. Yeah. That's what we're going to have to do. Either ignore them or just block it because that yeah. they want that rise out of us. Yeah. Don't give him, don't give him the rise. Don't give yeah. him. Yeah. And, and again, yeah, if it is a, a, a just a, an actual opinion. Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. It's we fine. can disagree. Let's yeah. get into it. Let's hash it out. That's part of the fun of being a Star Wars fan is, is debating yeah. and discussing and speculating. But if you're just like, Disney sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, then don't, don't go <laughs> don't, see the film. Don't go, don't enjoy a turkey leg down at the park. Why yeah. are you following me? I will continue to enjoy the turkey legs. Yeah, so yeah, that that's interesting. I I, I will say. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I, I yeah, I was watching wrestling last night. I'm used to wrestling creating a lot of hate and discussion and debate. But I, I was I was I I was pretty fortunate last night. It seemed like ever I even had friends reach out to me or like I like it. Good thing. Okay. Looked fun. Oh, that's so great. So I'm hopeful. That's great. Yeah. So yep. maybe I am overreacting to just a, a, a few bits of negativity that, no. that I saw. <laughs> no. Uh, no. But I, no. Think we're, I think we're heading towards the summer of uh, Alden disagreement. Yeah. 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 I will also say I think that we are heading into a territory where we uh, it is possible that we could have a learning experience that mm. uh, we can compliment one person without <laughs> insulting another. So, <laughs> for example, I think Lando is going to be the clear winner of this movie for right. a lot of people. Right. Yes. And I think we can say Lando and Donald Glover is amazing. I think we could even say maybe this should have been a Lando movie all without saying <laughs> Alden Ehrenreich <laughs> yeah. is a horrible. Yeah. 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 I yes. saw that. I did see that a couple of times. Yeah. As we wrap up here, our look at the solo trailer and all the cool little stuff in the moments. Let's look at the movie and its place in the summer blockbuster season and in the Star Wars roster of films, box office predictions as uh, there's some hopeful energy behind this movie now. And a lot of people think in the trailer's fun. Some negativity for sure. Any updated change, Joseph, where you think this movie's going to fall? Box office prediction stuff here. Business. Yeah, the Business. more I think about it, I think the story of Solo will be the second weekend. Because mm-hmm. as much as people are talking about, about it being a crowded summer, and it is, the, yeah. that weekend after Solo doesn't have any major competition. And increasingly, the story of big blockbuster movies is formed by the second weekend. Mm-hmm. Batman v Superman killed its opening weekend right. and then utterly dived. So I think right. I think we might be in for a roller coaster where Solo does maybe like $150 million, mm-hmm. which is great for a movie, right. but not normal uh, Star right. Wars money in recent times. And then that for the first week, it'll be like, well, it failed. But then if it comes back and it does $100 million the second weekend, suddenly it is a huge success. And I think that will happen if the story hits and it's that fun, fast-paced heist picture and people say, Jennifer... Oh, you got no, you gotta see solo. It's fun. It's good. It's not a, just about him getting his blaster. Right. It's got a fun story too. And that's I think where we'll build. Yeah, I think you're right about the second weekend. It really is nowadays about staying power. I mean, with Black Panther, it was incredible how week after week it was like building. The momentum was building. People had to go see this film. Mm-hmm. Do I think that's gonna happen with solo? No, but I think that people are gonna enjoy it. I think that people are gonna wanna go see it and it will it will do well. It's not going to shatter box office no, records. No. And I don't think that they're expecting it to. 
Yeah. But it will be interesting to see how this plays out in the summer blockbuster, uh, you know, air, time frame, as opposed to their spot of Christmas time, mm-hmm. the holidays, which it really seemed to work well for Star Wars films. Right? Yeah. And the merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> Before we wrap up, can we talk about one other element of the trailer that I think is something that people are commenting a lot mm. that I think actually affects the whole the box office reaction? Yeah. And that is the assume everyone will betray you and you'll never be disappointed. Ah, yeah. So a lot of people were uh, both in a joking way and in a meaningful way, you know, posting GIF reactions of uh, Ben Solo killing his father. All right. Uh, Mm. Obviously that he will be betrayed. Mm. To me, that line Mm. is pointing at what Kasdan has talked about of the Han Solo journey, of that Han Solo kind of is always a loner, but he doesn't really want to be alone. He right. wants to connect. So the scariest thing for him is to connect. Connect. And I think that in that his choice to try to connect with his son mm. is going to take on so much more weight and mm. meaning. Uh, so on the one hand, there's like, well, that's, that's the thing that's going to give the movie power. Right. The, of getting to know the character. But at the same time, it is getting, like we we're talking about at the very top, it's getting to know a character that we already know. Mm. It's not going to hold any amazing surprises other than Molotovuk. <laughs> right, right. It's going to be the biggest surprise. So connecting that back to box office, what I think is interesting is in some ways Solo is what we've said we wanted of, hey, we want the big blockbusters that change everything, but that, can't we just have some fun adventures? And I think this is going to be the answer, mm. answer the question of, can we just have some fun so, adventures, some smaller mov- moments yeah. in the Star Wars story. That do connect in its own way, but yeah, and that's the feeling I get, and I think a lot of us get from this trailer. Well, that was fun. Can't wait to see it. I don't have to worry about its place in the, <laughs> in the, in the greater picture. Not that I don't love those saga films, but yeah. I think, Joseph, you've said it best. This is a cocktail, and we all like to have a good cocktail every now and then. Pour some wine, yeah. mix some whiskey with a soda. <laughs> Wait for your droid to float over. Absolutely. Yeah. How do you, you didn't really answer the box office question yeah. for your own predictions. Uh, you, you, yeah. You've got your, your long odds on Enfys Nest. Yeah, Enfys Nest is my luck. I, I think you guys are both nailing on the head on where it will lie and what we will consider it a success or not is that second or third weekend. I, I think it's going to surprise. I do think it's going to surprise. And I think more people upon seeing this are like, I'm excited. I'm excited. I saw a lot of those tweets in my timeline mentions to me. Like, I'm all in. I'm excited. I'm there. Yeah, negative stuff every now and then. So I think there was some collective dubiousness, yeah, which was understandable, and that's starting to fade away. So I think it's going to be a higher box office than people originally thought. Nice. 150 sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you going to be happy if it really is just feels, if it feels to you like this was nothing but fun and yes. I, and I feel like it's not a, a meal, it's a treat. That's the best thing about this, this particular trailer is I'm looking at these characters and the story. I can't predict it. I want to see who is in this nest. I want to see all this stuff and I, I can't wait, you know, I can't wait. Yeah. And that's, and I don't. I didn't see Vader. I did the Empire is barely there. We'll see how long, how much they are there. I'm sure they're obviously the range troopers, mud troopers are there, but, and they're part of this, but it's like, there's other things in the story that are going to be fun to enjoy. And fun is not a bad thing. No, it's not. Absolutely is not. So that is our look at the solo Star Wars story trailer, a special edition of Force Center. Force Center reacts. That's what we like to do. You can reach out and let us know your thoughts and opinions. Use the hashtag Force Center on Twitter, uh, Force Center Pod. You can find our Facebook page, Force Center Podcast. We have the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Force Center and T Public, where we got some wonderful new shirts 
uh, speculate responsibly. Thanks to Alex. Star Wars explained that wore that shirt in his video and, and did a nice link to it. And uh, we saw some increased traffic. So thanks, Alex. Wink, wink. We appreciate what you're doing over there. All right. I like winking. I like winking. I like winking at people. <laughs> Two winks is just Two a blink, wink. right? Two, but yeah. no nudge, nudge. No nudge, nudge. It wasn't Eric Idle. Just okay. a wink. Just <laughs> Two winks. I was like across the Sabak table there. <laughs> yeah. Playing there. That's through the crotch the, shot of Han. Yeah. Seeing Lando <laughs> through Han's legs. So exciting. And, and oh, yes, I know. We didn't talk about Thurm Scissor Punch. That's because oh, we're going to have yeah. an entire two-hour show based around Thurm Scissor Punch at some point in the future. Yeah, if, yes. if Thurm Scissor Punch is really cool, maybe Data Bank Brawl will break its rules and have one character fight the actual character yeah. be Thurm Scissor Punch versus a clone of Thurm Scissor Punch. <laughs> wow. We'll see. Uh, so we'll that, see. So that's it for us, Joseph. You can be found at uh, Joseph Scrimshaw and josephscrimshaw.com. You got some shows coming up. You got some fun things you do. Yeah, yeah. I got a monthly comedy variety show here in Los Angeles called Game Night. You can always check out my podcast, Obsessed, and you can also check out my comedy albums. I got one that's all about Star Wars called Rebel Scum. That's all on my website, josephscrimshaw.com. Absolutely, Jennifer, and your wonderful Chewy and Porg t-shirt that no one can see. I know. Oh, yes, I wore this in honor of today. You can find me on all the social media sites at Jennifer Landa, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube.com slash user slash Jennifer Landa. And you can find me at Catnapsuck. That includes Twitch. I now have my own emotes. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not really sure, but it's cool. Check me out there, twitch.tv slash Catnapsuck. We'll see you guys, well, tomorrow for the main show, the big show. We'll be back. That's Force Center. We reacted. See you solo. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.